0: Are you a female entrepreneur who wants to make a bigger impact on the world? You're booked and busy and you love serving your clients, but your time is capped. You want to do more. You often wonder how you can help more people without spending so many hours on social media repeating content that only a handful of people will see. Well, you're in the right place. Welcome to Too Busy to Podcast. I'm your host, Rosemary Callender podcast launch and system strategist, and I'm on a mission to help you create a podcast that connects and builds community with your audience and converts them into clients. Are you ready to leverage the power of your voice? Let's head into this week's episode. Hey there, and welcome to another episode of Too Busy to Podcast. I'm really excited to introduce you to today's guest. Danielle Bays, is the founder of Videos and Difficulted. Danielle graduated a fair few years ago with a degree in media studies and worked as a primary school teacher before freelancing as a social media manager. She now combines all three of those skills in her business, videos and difficulty. And if you're not sure what that means, we are definitely going to delve into why doing video is not difficult. Danielle helps small business owners and freelancers get visible with video no matter their level of skill or experience. Danielle, hello,
1: and thank you so much for joining me today. How are you? I'm a little bit chilly now we're heading towards uh, Christmas, but I'm good, thank you.
0: Yes, I am definitely with you there. My heating is on. I am not ashamed (laughs) to say that. I cannot concentrate when I am cold, so it's definitely a requirement. But yes, I have been absolutely looking forward to speaking to you today because... As a business owner myself, as a podcaster myself, I have only recently started getting into videos and I know today we're going to talk a little bit about TikTok, the sort of correlation with Instagram Reels, but what those two things have in common is video. So we're going to talk a lot about video today, but before we get into that, I would love it if you could tell us a little bit more about you and your story.
1: Okay. So yeah, so I've always kind of been drawn to the teaching side of things. I was always told when I was at school, we'd make a great teacher. And eventually, as you said, I was a primary school teacher back in the early 2000s. And then I left the teaching profession and I became a teacher of teachers where I worked for an educational software company because tech, my love of tech and how to use tech in supporting learning was a massive thing as well. But it just in the end, when I had children, it just didn't the two things just didn't gel well together. So I retrained to do something flexible, which was working in social media. And then I just wanted a bit more control over my time. And so I put my video media studies degree into um, a big mixing bowl with my teaching and with the social media. And out came this um, video business. And it just turns out that so many people need that support just to get going with video. And I absolutely love the opportunities that video provides for us and just helping people to cross that barrier they've put in front of themselves to get to the other side because what's on the other side is amazing.
0: Yes. No, I would definitely agree with that. As someone, as we were talking before I hit record, I'm definitely someone who was absolutely petrified of going Mm -hmm. live, even pre-recording and putting it out there. I was like, no. Um, And, you know, I've been in business since September 2020. And then I think it was June 2021, I challenged myself to do reels. But I did reels every day. (laughs) And I will admit that, yes, that did wonders. I came out the other side, maybe two weeks in, I was like, oh, this isn't so bad. And then by the end, I I became a little bit obsessed, (laughs) addicted to reels. (laughs) So I love that you... Like everything video, and we're going to delve into that a little bit more. But I just wanted to pick up on something you said about opportunities that video brings. Tell us a little bit more about what those opportunities are.
1: For me, it's all about visibility, it's all about making that genuine connection with someone. And the video just gives you, as I see it, video gives you that chance in such a way that's instant especially with live video, you can literally just press a button on your chosen platform and talk to the people that are following you right there and then. And you've got that immediate connection and it's not polished and it's not perfect and it doesn't need to be at all. I do a live video in my Facebook group every Tuesday and I'm quite, even this week, so I was just, I was scratching my face when the button actually went live. It's me, it's who I am. You've, you know, you're getting the real person on the other side of that. And for your followers or the people that have joined your community to actually start to get to know the real you, it's invaluable if you're running a business. It's it's just the opportunities that that brings to actually become the person and become someone, you know, the face behind the business. It's just, it's it's like nothing else.
0: Yeah. I don't do it often, I must admit. But I think some people might feel it's a little bit odd. Maybe a bit like podcasting, actually, because you're just talking into a microphone. And I know when I I started off trying to do it on my Facebook business page and just, you know, the number of people joining and leaving, Mm -hmm. I found that just super, super distracting and a a little bit deflating. So I wish we could remove that, (laughs) like 100%. But I've shared with you some of sort of my... Hang ups, I guess, but what
1: other things, what other blocks, barriers? How could it be perfect? And it doesn't need to be perfect. If we were looking for perfect, we're watching television and it's not television at the end of the day. It's live video or even with pre recorded video. You don't have to make it perfect that first time at all. In fact, people enjoy seeing the journey. I went back and looked at my very first live video that I did on my public Facebook page. And it was way back in 2017. And I just wanted to get through it. You can see on my face, I just wanted to get through it as quickly as I could. (laughs) And I did. I got through it. It wasn't the best video at all. In fact, it's pretty horrendous looking back on it now. But if I hadn't have done that video, I wouldn't be where I am now. So every video is a step towards the next video. And you learn something with every video Whatever kind of video you make, you learn something that gets you to the next video and improves you um, each one time and time again.
0: Yeah. And I think, I don't know about you, I'm sure you might agree. I think there are some people who do go all in. You can see that they're quite dolled up for the camera and they've got their makeup on. So with anything with social media, I think we do kind of look at those type of people and think, oh, my gosh, we need do the same I do actually remember someone asking me like do I put on my makeup I'm like no I don't have the time I don't wear makeup anyway because I'm just not that patient of a person me neither
1: me neither but I'm
0: really not gonna do I wear mascara and that's because my eyelashes are a bit crazy but other than that I just do not have the time to try and get that all done just to I know people batch their reels and we're going to talk about I'm sure they do the same for TikTok but I just don't have the time or the patience. Yeah. The perfection that we see on social media. It's just not, it's not reality. No, absolutely. You know, know, we're mums, we're business owners, we're juggling 101 things to then show up. Pristine is just not, it's just not reality. So don't, you know, and I've learned or I've heard other people say, your connections, your followers will see through that. Absolutely, yeah. And will lose the trust that you're trying to build. So 100%, just do it. Just start and then go from there.
1: People care more about what you have to say than what you look like. At the end of the day, they really do. And if you are thinking otherwise, that's definitely a mindset thing. And it will come with time. The more videos you do, you will genuinely realise that people do not care what you look like, where you are recording. If your message is strong and you have something valuable to share with your audience, that's what they will resonate with. A hundred percent, a hundred percent.
0: So I wanted to start delving into a little bit Mm -hmm. TikTok so for anyone who might be listening who I can't imagine you aren't but in case you, you haven't heard of TikTok TikTok is this massive social media platform it's all about video which is why it ties in really well in today's conversation with Danielle and you know I think from a podcaster's point of view I think it's an untapped platform and that could be for lots of different reasons, including maybe listeners don't hang out there, or maybe people think, you know, it's yet another platform. But yeah, tell us a little bit more about TikTok and how it's kind of worked for you and your business.
1: So I couldn't love TikTok more, really. And I never thought I would be someone that said that. So TikTok has massively benefited from the pandemic in terms of its user numbers, because it it was the one platform exploded in 2020 with people joining especially i'm going to say um should we say an older user base joining during the pandemic um and i think there, there may still be if you're not on tiktok yet you may still have the misconception that it's for the kids yes when it really isn't there is a huge user base and tiktok's numbers itself show that there is a huge user base there of people that are not just in the kid's degree. But I'm not going to say TikTok has been easy at all. It's not simply a case of posting and you'll get millions of views and thousands of followers and boom, you're done. It has taken me two years and four different TikTok accounts to find what works for me. But now that I've found my place on the platform and I'm comfortable with what I'm offering there and people are resonating with it, it's now really starting to grow my followers. And in that it's feeding into the other areas of my business. So it is a video only platform, which is what I love about it. There's nothing else you can do. Short form video is all that you can post there. Up to three minutes is the maximum level, but um, shorter videos are better. The benefit of TikTok is their algorithm and their for you page, which is One dedicated feed of people that you don't follow and that the algorithm, which is the best algorithm I've found of any of the social platforms, it knows exactly what you want to see. A dedicated feed of videos that the algorithm chooses and delivers straight to you. So it's the best way i found to be found by a new audience because the way it's algorithm throws up videos that it knows what you've already watched. And it says, well, if you like that, I'm going to suggest you like this. And it is bang on. I'm not going to lie. the first, If you are new to TikTok, your first week on TikTok is going to be weird because it doesn't know you and it will only show you its mm-hmm. best performing content, which tends to be um, famous people dancing or you know people who are famous from TikTok. And you're going to think, "This no, what is she on about? This is not for me at all. You just have to teach it what you like. Engage with the videos right. you like, swipe away from the videos you don't like, and it will quickly learn who you are and what you like. And after a week, you should be well into um just getting lost in the rabbit hole, which is why a timer is always a good thing to use with TikTok so you don't lose half a day when you're just trying to, um, you know, search for one or two things on there. But I, yeah. I really, really love it. And I say it's taken... It's taken me a little while to find my place there, but now I just deliver tutorials on how to use Canva to create video content for small businesses because the first one I did for that was what really resonated with people, what I got comments, what people engaged with. And I say with any platform, when something works, do it again, do it again, just replicate that. And now that's my page, that is all that I do. But that is a good feeder for me into them people, then joining my Facebook group to learn other kinds of video skills. And then it leads into my courses and so on. So it's a really great top of the funnel point for me. I was
0: going to say, so TikTok
1: is at the top of your funnel. That's,
0: yeah, that's, that's amazing. Okay. So two years, four accounts, but Mm -hmm. I can't go over that. (laughs) (laughs) No, Let's just rewind a little bit. So not so much the two years, but why four accounts?
1: So my first account was literally just me just exploring the platform and okay. just trying different things as me. And I was, and it didn't take me long to delete that account. I was like, no, I'm not really, I haven't really properly thought out my purpose here. What am I doing here? It's all a bit random. I'm not giving anyone a reason to follow me because I'm just trying stuff out. Let's move away from that. And then I tried a second account, which was just general video tips. And and I was being too broad with that account.
0: Right, It
1: was way too broad. It was like, you could do this with a video. You could do this with a video. And there was nothing really to kind of hook people in to say, well, yeah, that's exactly what I want to learn about because Mm. my videos just became too different to each other. And then with my third account, that was getting closer. Each time I've worked a little bit closer towards it. Um, But this fourth account now that is just Canva content, yeah. because Canva is such a great tool for video. I found so many business owners, even with the free version, you know, they have a login to it. And that's what people started repon- responding to was like, well, I use Canva yeah. to create my graphics for Instagram. I didn't realize you could do a video with it like this. And it's showing them how to use something they already have in a new way. So it's giving them more value for what either they already pay for or what they use for free. And so what I've done as well is I've created it as a series as well. So it's really obvious from each of my videos, I introduce them and the title screen that people see when they come to my account. It's literally says videos you can make with Canva for your small business part whatever. Yeah. Yesterday I published part 18. So people know There are 17 other parts to this series. So that encourages them to go and binge all of my other content. Mm -hmm. And then you usually get the follow after that as well. So creating a series, whether you're on TikTok, this works for Instagram Reels as well. If you can create a series and tell people this is part X, then that tells people that if they like that video, then you've got so many other videos on your account about this same topic. Come over and see me. You then they get to know you better. And then if you've done a good job with those, that's hooked them in and, and you've got a follower then.
0: That's really interesting. So what I'm hearing is that in that time, you developed a strategy. So you learned quite a lot yep. as we do with platforms and mm-hmm. business, et cetera. So you took the time to learn. And then, you know, in recent months, you've just really nailed down your strategy and you've learned what people enjoy. And as you mentioned, just honing in on the stuff that they enjoy. And I love the tip around, I might try that myself on Instagram. (laughs) And like you said, because they're such short videos, you quite, even if you've got a Facebook Live, for example, maybe you can repurpose that into lots, maybe 10, five or 10 different TikTok videos or, or reels. Okay, that's really interesting. So in terms of anyone who's listening that might be thinking, ooh, I love what Danielle's saying. I know I'm definitely one of those people that camp that thought TikTok was for the mm-hmm. young ones even though I know everything's kind of blown up online yeah. because of the pandemic but if there's someone or someone's listening who are thinking I want to give this a go what are the top three things that you would recommend they do to just you know sort of because you've learned you spent two years kind of learning what to do and what not to do what are those three things that you would recommend or advise them to do or not to do
1: Okay. So, well, the first thing, and this is really hard, but the first thing is not to overthink it. It's just to try stuff out. Don't overthink it. Try something out and don't Mm. compare comparing your account to others. And it's just something we naturally do, but try not to compare your accounts to anyone else's account because everyone's at a different point of, you know, what they've learned or whatever. You know, I've just compared my account now to my account two years ago. And it's completely different. I've just gone further down that path. That's all. So don't compare because you are not at the same place as anyone else is. And someone is two years behind you and they'll be looking at you in two years time and saying, oh my God, my account's not as good as theirs. We're all going down these journeys of these different platforms. So don't overthink and don't compare. Also, and this is always another hard one, but try not to obsess over the numbers, especially when they're public numbers. TikTok like Instagram Reels shows the number of plays that your video has had. People can see how many likes they've had. They can see how many comments they've had. It's all just vanity at the end of the day. You need to decide for you what makes a successful mm-hmm. video. And for me it's always about the comments. People are hot taking the time to comment and say, this was valuable, this was useful. Can you do a video about how I do this? That for me is a success because I know that actually I have offered Mm -hmm. value to that person and I need to make another video that's like that because it is helping people. If I get good views along the way, then yeah, a little bit of me, of course, goes, oh, that's brilliant. But that's not what I try to Mm -hmm. um, hang up on. So try and focus more on the whatever you define as success. And then the third one, and I said it earlier, but when something works, do it again. Don't just think, oh, that was brilliant and try something new. Try it again, replicate it because this could be the thing that becomes the focus of your account, becomes the niche of your account that is the thing that makes your account your account. It may take you a while to find your groove like me. It's taken two years, but I'm in there now. Don't get disheartened, keep going. And when you get a video that works for you, replicate that video and do it again.
0: Everything you've mentioned could be applied to any social media platform but when it comes to video like TikTok videos and Instagram reels I know when I did that challenge I mentioned the first two three days how many plays have I got how many plays? you just go slightly loopy and yeah. then I realized Rosemary just you've got to stop like you're, you're going slightly crazy now so it's just about the content With anything that we do as business owners, it's the content. Is it landing? Is it resonating with people? Are you getting that feedback? So I love that you've you've said that. And I have known for a while that Canva did videos. And I've even clicked in Canva Mm -hmm. Video Editor. But just the way you've broken it down in your reels, I'm like, oh, so that's how you do it. (laughs) So let's kind of go back to basics and talk about how... Someone can even start creating this content for TikTok. Um, so what? what obviously we, we, need, we need to keep it simple. I'm all about simplicity. This podcast is about simplicity and ease. So we don't need to be complicated. I imagine it will just be our phone and maybe a ring light.
1: A phone, a window will do, you know. And um, some way of holding your phone steady is always useful as well. I have a great little tip that doesn't show well on a podcast. But if you've got a three pin plug, that makes a brilliant little tripod because you can just pop it inside those three pins and it holds your phone steady. Uh, Stick it on a shelf, stick it on the cupboard, stick it on a table and you're done. A lot of my TikToks are actually done handheld because I'm uh, filming the screen a lot with showing people what I've done with Canva. So it has um, very much me moving my phone around to show the screen. But yeah, as long as people can hear you and see you well, then that's all you need. If you're saying, oh, well, I can't make this video until I've ordered that tripod off Amazon, then I'm sorry, that yeah. is just an excuse. It really is. You can do it. Everyone can pick their video- their camera up in the next 10 minutes and create mm-hmm. a 15 second video that teaches someone something or gives them a tip about something. I've got a tip for you. Start your video. Did you know? That's one of the best hooks you can use. Did you know? Gets people in. Share your tip. Explain more in your caption. Add a bit of text on screen to back it up and post and you're done. It is that
0: simple, guys. (laughs) Don't, as you said, don't overcomplicate it. Don't overthink it. It is that simple. And I did see that on your Instagram, that hack with the plug. And I was just like, that's brilliant, because I don't know about anyone else listening, but I've got lots, especially for the iPhone, because, you know, it comes separate or the more later model phones. They usually have the cable separate from the plug. Then you get a new phone every year, Mm -hmm. or every two years, and they come with Apple. They come with a different plug. And then you've got all these random plugs just hanging
1: around. So
0: when I saw that on your Instagram, I was like, that's brilliant. Why did I think of
1: that? It was a total <laughs> accident actually one day when I was bringing down a massive pile of washing yeah. and my phone and my charger and everything from upstairs and I plugged it all down on the table and the phone slid into the plug and I was yeah. like proper light bulb <laughs> over my head moment. I was like, oh my gosh, it could be a tripod. And I made a video that afternoon about it and it got yeah. such a great response. So you never know where inspiration is going to come from for your next yes. piece of content either.
0: I absolutely love that. No, definitely. (laughs) Okay. So anything else people should consider? If like yourself, they prefer to hold their phone, is there like a certain way they should hold it? Or for beginners, is it easier to start stationary?
1: Yeah, I'd say it's easier to start where you're not having to bother with, um, you know, actually thinking about doing two things at once. If you're nervous and you're just trying to record your video then absolutely put it in a tripod or some way of holding your phone steady. And TikTok and Instagram both have a timer. So if you use the countdown timer to start your video, it also means you don't get that image, you know, where people are putting their finger towards the camera to actually press record. So you'll get the, you can either have a three or a 10 second timer. It gives you just that few seconds to kind of compose yourself exactly where you want And then you can start. And if it doesn't work, delete it and start it again. You know, you can try it three or four times until you're happy. Don't go too many. I'd say, let's say, let's make three. On the third one, that's the one you're posting, okay? Unless Mm. you do something really awful in it, you know, like swearing or something. But yeah, just set yourself a limit for how many times you're going to do it. Done is better than perfect. Get your tips, get your value out there. Rather than obsessing over it being perfect. Yeah, no, 100%.
0: I want to start to delve into the similarities with Instagram because, was it a couple months ago? Adam sorry, I can't pronounce Mm -hmm. his surname. Apologies if you're not (laughs) going to listen to this podcast, but apologies (laughs) anyway. But he had announced, and there was a big furore on Instagram that they're going to become not a photo sharing app, there'll be more emphasis. (laughs) on videos. And obviously I think Reels has been around for about a year or just over a year now and continues to be really popular. And as I think we talked about before, because there's so many social media platforms and you know we are advised as business owners to keep it simple, stick to one or two. But because of the similarities between TikTok and Instagram, for people who are already doing video Mm -hmm. on Instagram and their people do hang out on TikTok or they want to give TikTok a go, how could they make that as easy as possible?
1: So you can post the same content on both platforms. Absolutely. Um, whichever one you're creating for initially, you can take that and you can post it onto the other platform. So if you already have a presence on Instagram, as many, many businesses do already, then you can record your um, reel or your vertical video inside of Instagram and then you can post it onto TikTok afterwards. Um, The only thing is, is that once it's posted onto Instagram, if you try and download it after you've posted it, your video Mm. then has the Instagram watermark on it. And the same with TikTok. If you post to TikTok, then you download your video, it has the TikTok watermark on it. Yeah. now, Instagram themselves have said that they will deprioritize videos that are published with a watermark. They are basically saying they want original content on Reels. Mm-hmm. They don't want you to publish TikTok watermarked content onto Reels, even though they are basically copying the TikTok format. peeing oh, yeah, TikTok, but that's um, just a separate. You know. <laughs> <laughs> So there is, if you are creating for TikTok first, there is, you can either screen record your video once it's made before you oh. publish it and you get it without the watermark. Or if, like me, you publish it and think, oh, forgot to screen record, which I do surprisingly mm. often. There is a brilliant website called SnapTik. That's S-N-A-P-T-I-K. It's totally free. Okay. You just put your URL of your TikTok post in there and it downloads it for you without the watermark, so you can then post it onto oh, Instagram. Um, so you just have to be aware, though, that there, there is a difference that TikTok, you can publish three-minute videos. That's the longest. Currently, Instagram Reels is one minute. Shorter is better. If you keep it under one minute, then you've got a great video to post onto both places.
0: Yeah. And with TikTok, actually, I mean, it depends on who you speak to. But with Instagram, for example... I had read in a few places that the 7 8 second mark is like the sweet spot. Is there anything similar for TikTok or they're a bit less rigid?
1: I think it totally depends on your content. You see, I hear the same thing, mm. but my videos tend to go over 2 minutes with my tutorials.
0: Yes, that makes sense.
1: Just because of the nature of them and they work for me because people watch to the end they want to see the outcome. So, if you are providing value, and you're not just padding out a video to make it longer, then, you know, provide the value you're going to provide and then finish the video. Just be respectful of people's time because essentially that's what you're asking. When you create a video, you're asking people to give you their time to watch that video. So just make sure that you give them what you intend to give them and then finish your video. Try different things out. It may be that for your content, shorter is better. It may be that for your content, longer is better. It's all about testing Mm. learning and refining and then trying again time to time okay okay
0: and then with tiktok is captions a thing I, i just thought of this i'm not on tiktok but um you know when it well again depends on who you speak to with reels recently they've said just five hashtags and a short caption really
1: depends on who you speak to what is it like over on tiktok TikTok's algorithm is so good that you often don't need hashtags in your captions. I use two hashtags, but again, it's all about testing. I'd say with yeah. both platforms, if you search up your hashtags first, if they're in the millions, then your video is just going to get lost. That's not going to do anything for you. The niche, the hashtag, the better. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's all about the content at the end of the day and then testing again, in the caption, what works for you. I use 30 on Instagram. I always have. I always will. You can use 30. Mm. So why wouldn't you is my philosophy. And it works for me. Um, And I use two over on TikTok. Okay.
0: Do you use the same two? Or do you kind of mix them up depending on the video?
1: Yeah, no. One, I use uh, Love Canva and I use Canva videos. That's it. Okay.
0: That makes sense. Yeah.
1: Yeah. um, TikTok tends to also take into account your actual, the text in your caption as well as the hashtags. So right. it learns from what you're writing about as well. Sometimes I tag Canva in my content too. They have commented on a couple of my um, oh, cool. videos also, which is always wonderful to see. Yeah. Um, so of course you can tag other accounts and more and more of the bigger businesses are over on TikTok doing great things as well. So it's good to you know build that relationship if you are yeah. mentioning certain um, other companies in there as well. Um, but yes, but talking of captioning, it's also worth thinking about actual captions on your video content as well. Of course. Yeah. Type out the words as you are saying them because both platforms have a button that does all that for you. So you simply just press the captions button. You might need to tweak it a bit. I find that TikTok doesn't come some of the things I say very clearly, it always wants to make Canva into Canvas or Canada. So <laughs> I do have to go through and just tweak it a little bit. But for like a two minute video, it takes me maybe another one or two minutes just to yeah. drink those. Yeah. And then that makes your video accessible for users as well, which is really important to think about. No,
0: most definitely. That's really, really helpful, actually, because I don't know a lot about TikTok. But what I have known and what I have realized is that, as I mentioned before, not a lot of podcasters are utilizing it. And yeah. I don't know if you've worked with podcasters yourself, but we did talk about you doing a little bit of research and you've seen, you know, the bigger names on there. Was mm-hmm. there anything that you saw them doing that you thought, okay, they're doing it well as someone who knows TikTok really well yourself?
1: So I could see it. So from what I had a look at, I could see mm-hmm. in some cases, they're simply just setting up their video as they're recording their podcast.
0: Right. So as we're doing it now.
1: Absolutely. Right. Yeah. And okay. they're recording themselves chatting, whether it's just themselves or whether they've got their guests to do it as mm-hmm. well. So you can see the back and forth. But that means then you can extract, you know, if you've got a really great teaser clip for your podcast, mm-hmm. you can extract that as a video, post that, and then you've got the link into like to hear the rest of this conversation or to hear the rest of this episode. Yeah, Here's the link and add that link ah. in your bio. And that's a really simple way because you don't have to do anything extra You are sitting down to record, just also press the record button on your phone, have it set up for vertical video, and hey, presto, you've got yourself a quick video. It's just all about choosing the right section then. So I thought that was a really nice way of doing it.
0: I'm glad I answered that question because that didn't even occur to me. (laughs) I just think YouTube, I just thought that with TikTok, maybe it's because the Reels influence, but I just thought with TikTok that podcasters were... I don't know, creating like a bit like what you're doing with your videos, just creating things that Mm -hmm. somehow, like, for example, maybe if it was a podcast based on horror films, they might be, yeah, creating a skit or something specific using graphics. But I didn't actually think that because we're recording video now. So I could, like you said, just take Absolutely. You've shared so many amazing tips. So I have so many things to pick from. And just kind of pull out that section and Mm -hmm. up to three minutes and just stick it on TikTok. And as you said, just say if you want to check out the entire episode and just drop the link.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And so, and they, that's your time used so well because you're not then investing extra time in doing stuff. Maybe just a little bit of editing. Both platforms you are integrated with Giphy. So you can add little Giphy stickers along the way, you know, add a bit of extra interest. So if you're talking about, you know, a horror a horror film, let's say, um, I'm sure there's a gif of some kind of horror house or, or, you know, something. something. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You could add in there that last, you know, little animations on the screen that can add that extra bit of interest as you're talking as well. Mm. So it's thinking about, um, yeah, keeping people's interest also. But like I say, it's just a good use of your time to press record on your podcast software as well as on your video.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. So before we wrap up, what would you say to our listeners who usually, you know, they're business owners, they're female entrepreneurs, as well as thinking of having started a podcast or already have a podcast? And we've talked about video, and you're the video queen, and I'm the podcast lady. And I think <laughs> we would both agree and say that video and podcasting should be part of any business owner's visibility strategy. Mm. If someone listening, has never considered video for, I mean, there's lots of different reasons. There's time, there's um, being uncomfortable in front of the camera. There's lots of different reasons. But after this episode, are inspired by our conversation to, you know, get started. How could they easily add video to their strategy? What could they or should they consider that we might not have touched on before?
1: Okay. So yeah, adding video in, I mean, what I think as well is if you have a social platform that's active already, which I imagine 99.9% people have, then you have got content ideas already hiding in there that you can go back and reuse again. You can just change up the format. So it's not like you have to think of everything from scratch. I posted an audiogram last week which is basically, you know, I'm sure lots of podcasters do this already, but it is a video where you've got a static image with the waveform over the top. And I had five ideas for videos you could post today, but that was a post that I posted back in January. And I just went back and we got it and I just added the audio and the waveform to it. And so that really didn't take me too long because the ideas were already there. So I am sure that you already have ideas ready to go. You are the only person that sees a hundred percent of your Mm -hmm. own content or hears a hundred percent of your own content. It's easy to think, well, I've already posted that. I can't post that again. It's absolutely not true. So don't think you are starting from scratch every time. Go back and reuse something that you did even three months ago and just repurpose it in another way. You've got, I'm sure you've, you've got tips that you can turn into videos you've got advice, you've got help, you've got support, you've got things that you offer already that you've posted about. It's now just changing it into a different format that you published it before and make it into a video format to reach new people.
0: A hundred percent. I am a big fan of repurposing, like even a podcast episode Mm -hmm. as we've touched on before. If you do the video Mm -hmm. and I'm going to start highly recommending my clients do that because like we're using Riverside now, I recommend Riverside to my clients. So just do the video at the same time. If you don't use it immediately, like you said, three, six, nine months down the line, you might be able to repurpose that and draw people back to this episode. So I am just a big fan and you can repurpose, I'd like to call it vodcast or your podcast in so many different ways. So if, Mm -hmm. as we talked about, you are new to TikTok or video in general, as you mentioned I'm sure you have a membership a mastermind you probably go live on your Facebook business page once a week try and see if you can download those videos or if you even if it's a a graphic or a capture a post like for LinkedIn for example where you do more text based than pictures take the key points and then like you said it takes 10 minutes to just do a quick a quick video. As you mentioned, amazing tip, time yourself. I do not do that. And then before I know it, an hour has passed and I'm still nowhere close. (laughs) So that's an amazing tip. Stick to a number. How many are you going to do before you just say, right, that is it. Moving on now. Um, So thank you. You just shared so much value, so many amazing tips. Is there anything else that you'd like to add before we wrap up?
1: Anyone can do video even if i are sitting there thinking I can't do it, anyone can. It's just thinking of it as a journey and being comfortable with the fact that your first videos won't look like what your 20th videos will look like. You learn something at every yeah. step of the way. And I absolutely believe in you. You can totally do it.
0: Well, thank you, Danielle. Thank please you. do let our listeners know of any resources that you'd like to share and how they can find you.
1: So you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok as Videos Undifficulted. Um, I have a free Facebook group as well, which you're welcome to join. I share lots of video tips in there and you'll see me live in there once a week.
0: I love your name, your business thank name. You. It <laughs> is what it says on the tin. Um, and I have no doubt that you make videos as easy as possible. So thank you once again. I will make sure all the links are included in the show notes. Thank you so much for spending this afternoon with me and we will speak soon. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Too Busy to Podcast. I know how busy you are and I really appreciate you taking time out of your day to spend with me. If you enjoy this episode and you like to help support the podcast, please share it with others post about it on social media and subscribe or follow the show wherever you listen to podcasts. Until next week, keep calm and podcast. See you then.